All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Wednesday, February 8th of 2023. Got a nine-game NBA slate tipping off later today. Got a two-game hockey slate. And for those of you playing PGA DFS, uh, got probably got to build some golf lineups tonight. Get ready for tee off tomorrow. So it should be a good day. For those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew, I'm one of the coaches over here at SaberSim. This is a show where we go over how to use the SaberSim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions that come in in the Office Hours channel, in our Discord server, or live in the YouTube chat. If you're just tuning in, have questions, get them in now. Get us a steady stream of questions to get the show started. But that being said, going to get SaberSim pulled up here. And then we are going to get right to chatting here. Have a couple questions in the Discord. If anybody has any questions, now is a great time to get them in, as always. And uh, for those of you who have not seen one of our previous shows this week, special announcement. We are doing a special Super Bowl-focused NFL showdown stream at this time slot on Friday. Going to be myself, Jordan, and Matt talking NFL showdown. We could talk FanDuel single game. We could talk DraftKings, Captain Mode, uh, you know, small field, large field. Any questions you guys have related to NFL showdown, uh, get those in the chat. I'm going to create a queue of those questions for us to answer on Friday. But going to get right into the first question here. Looks like it came in from Mac DZ. And. Mac said, got that uh, some limit personnel based based on points projections. Any other tips on narrowing down the search? I'm used to another site that had different analytics. Thanks in advance. Uh, yeah, so, you know, let's go over to NBA. I think that we could, we could start here today. And as far as, you know, default filters, filtering your player pool, uh, the way that we used to handle it was we used to have a default min point projection filter, but we no longer have that. We've made some adjustments to the way the builder works. Uh, this slider, that sim diversity, used to be named sim variance. Uh, the the name change came along with some uh, fixes and some some updates really about how the builder uh, works in, in, in diversifying your lineups and making sure that uh, not, your lineups aren't too similar. So with that change, we, we've done a lot of testing. The change has been implemented for a while. We decided to remove any default filters. We felt that, you know, a five-game slate is different from a nine-game slate, is different from a three-game slate, is different from a night showdown. You know, those are all classic slates, but they, they all play really differently. So we removed the default min projection filter. I think a great test that, that, we, that I talk about here on the show is just run a default build. And then, you know, have a point projection filter in mind, in your head, you know? And we used to have it set at 13 was, was like the default filter. And just see how many players below that threshold that you're getting with, with no filter set, right? So I'm going to come into a build. I have 20 lineups here. And, you know, for the sake of the example, I'm actually going to just look at the top 150 here. And I'm going to sort by projection in the post build. And I'm going to scroll down and I'm going to see, you know, where that 13 is, right? So, so this is right about where 13 is. 
and I'm going to go down. And we're not seeing any players who have a projection less than 13 in our top 150 lineups out of 500. And I'm actually going to go up now. So, so the first player that gets into our player pool is Blake Wesley at 16.32 projection. He is in 3.8% of the pool lineups. He is in a total of two of our lineups, which would be 1.3% of our number of lineups. Frankly, I'm fine with that, right? I think that, you know, and then you can use the magnifying glasses to see like, where does this player fit in, right? And it's rank number 22, rank number 134. So the Spurs, I know the Spurs have had a lot of injuries. I know that uh, Trey Jones is out. I know that Jeremy Sokan has been out. I know Romeo Langford has been out. Not a name that pops to me, but given the situation, I could see where this play is coming from, right? And it, it's, it's frankly, it's a, it's a play I would be fine with. I, just because I don't know the name doesn't mean that I, I have an issue with it. Like, this is min price on FanDuel. 3500 is min price. So I, I think this play is fine, right? And I think that this is a good test to do to kind of learn how the builder works. So, you know, that's the only play at 16 projected points. And then the next, we get a group of players at 19. Like, this is with no filter. I think the builder does a really good job of curating your player pool in and of itself, handling that on a um in, in in its own way right and and so i don't i don't think you need to do anything special in the pre-build to do any type of player pull curation but but you can right and whether it's whether it's minutes whether it's points i think those are good starting points if that's something that you want to start with uh but i would encourage you to mess around with some builds run some stuff see what you're getting and make a determination from there all right uh, next question from Joe Somebody Six. All right, let's get this one in the chat. Joe said, Andrew, hey man, uh, started my new job and haven't had time to join office hours, but had a question on the Saber Sim rules. I know since it's a simulator and not your traditional optimizer, this is going to require some work on my part of curation, but I'm curious the best way to get some of the lineups I'm wanting for the Super Bowl using the following example. If Mahomes is captain, use at least one of his pass catchers, specifically wide receivers, or even setting it up with a group of guys to choose from? Or will I just have to run the Sims after complete competing, completing step one and two and simply comb through the lineups until I find some that fit my criteria? Thanks in advance for any input. Okay, so this is a Super Bowl question, uh, but but this is like a little more uh, kind of kind of how-to and a little less like uh, strategy or kind of theoretical. So I'm... I'm happy answering this today. So uh, Joe, the way you do this is in the lineup rules. I would go over here to the right lineup rules. I go to add new rule. I would go to group rule. And what I would want to do is change this use drop down to if, and then you're going to get this if then option. So the example that you post here is if Mahomes is captain, use at least one of his pass catchers, specifically wide receivers. Okay. So the way I would do this is I would say if at least one primary player used, and for this primary player category, I would go to captain and then I would click Mahomes, and then he's going to go into this box, and then and then the second part of the rule says then use at least one secondary player, and then in the secondary player column, I'm going to shift over to the flex options here, and then I'm just going to click in all of his receivers. So so Juju, 
Kadarius Tony, MVS, uh, who's another one right here? I think Justin Watson, Sky Moore. And I don't think Nicole Hardman is playing. I think he's supposed to be out. So, so, so boom, there are, you know, Mahomes top five wide receivers specifically. I would just save this rule now. And then that will be a group rule that will be honored when you go to run your lineup. So we could just test that out here really quickly. Going to make a couple of changes, just going to run 500 lineups and we can see that in the post build, you know, any, any rule set in the home screen, the builder has to follow when constructing your lineup. So let's let these lineups finish up. We will spot check a couple of them and make sure everything looks correct. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to captains and then I'm going to hit the magnifying glass on Patrick Mahomes. So we don't have any Mahomes in our top 20, but there are 42 Mahomes lineups in our pool. So plenty to look at here. So we're going to hit the magnifying glass. As you can see, none in the lineups, just hover over to pool. And then we can see in this first lineup, you know, we said at least one. So now we're getting Juju and MVS in this, in this build. We're getting MBS in the second build, Justin Watson, uh, Justin Watson and Juju. So looks like the rule is being followed. That is how you do it. So hope that helps, Joe. Uh, you know, I, I really like the way you did it. You're like, you know, you can't catch a show. Just throw it in the channel and we will get to it. And then something in case you guys don't know, you can go back to any post office hours video and you can go to the video and look at uh, the details of the video. And we have hyperlinks to every single question that we answer. So we go through these, we, we set up the hyperlinks question by question that way. But then you can come in here if they ask everybody, welcome back, show more and uh, just click on the question that they asked so they can easily navigate to it and find it. So just wanted to point that out. And uh, Joe, if you have any follow-up, just throw it in the office hours channel and we can continue to talk about it tomorrow. All right. Uh, wise guy making fun of my mustache. Uh, appreciate it, wise guy. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, Mac DZ said, Mac DZ said, advanced tips for NBA DFS. So, Mac, if you are looking for advanced tips for NBA DFS, I would also direct you to our YouTube channel. We've done quite a few videos here, which are, are better than I can go into right now on this show. So what I would do is I would go to the YouTube and then I would, I would do two things. So, or two options, really. The first one is go to this, how to beat NBA DFS in 2022. We have three videos here. And this first one was with Max Steinberg and Max is a high stakes pro partner at SaberSim, uh, won a million maker in, in NFL showdown in November. He was on talking NBA strategy. He also won an 888 for like, 250k last NBA season. So Max is is seasoned in, in all the sports here. And there was a ton of questions ahead of NBA season. A lot of good information in this video. This is a video. The second one, uh, upgrade your NBA DFS research process or upgrade your NBA DFS process with this NBA research strategy, a video that Jordan and I did. And we did this about a month ago. And it was really good. We went into a lot of detail about how to add value to the Sims, how to find spots to take advantage of where um, information, where there's not a lot of information on. So that's another good, really good video. Jordan talks about late swapping in this third video here. 
So I would start here. You can also go just to the channel and then in the search bar, type NBA. And from here, this is going to be like any NBA video that we've done that is just like not only on the on the playlist. So we, we talk about NBA in, in office hours all the time. You can come through here, find old videos, find new videos. You know, a lot of this stuff, even these older videos have great uh, tips and advice and it can get kind of lost in all of this content. So that is where I would look for any advanced NBA DFS tips. All right. Going to get Saberson pulled back up here. A game said Dario Saric has a great mustache. He really does. He, he really does. One of the, one of the best in the NBA. All right. Uh, Franklin said, since strokes gained are important in golf, can you please ask the guys in the back? Can can they put that in the columns instead of birdies and bogeys? Uh, Franklin, I can definitely do that. So what Franklin is doing, everybody, is just like a feature request. If you guys ever have feature requests, you could put them in this show, and I will write them down and take them back to the team. So feature request, shots, gain, data on home screen. So happy, happy to do that for you, Franklin. Home screen for golf. Just making a note for myself. All right. Uh, next question from Andrew Hannon said, Hey, Andrew, hope all is well. Any tips slash strategies for NBA showdown in the app? I see it defaults to 0010 worth playing with in a single entry uh to 150 set okay so let's go to nba and we'll talk about uh the night game showdown that's usually the biggest one for for every night is this uh 10 p.m eastern one so it looks like we have dallas and the clippers the the default sliders for like uh a 150 max like we talked about is 0010 i think even if the defaults weren't okay so like in in this one here it's a single entry 100 to 1000 entrance 009 i think that's fine i i would in my in my personal opinion i would probably always build on 0010 for showdown format and the reason why is because at 0010 you are taking single game optimals we are simming the dallas clippers game one time and we are constructing the optimal lineup from whatever score or game environment or script is followed in that specific sim. And, and just a side note, guys, we have all of the NBA scripts. The NBA is rigged. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. But, uh, but you know, that's a big joke that's been going around, but anyways, so yeah, we're going to sim the game one time and we're going to build the optimal lineup from that, from that game. And then we're going to do that 500 times or however many times you build your lineups. Right. I think that is like, the huge benefit of being able to sim the games is you kind of get those game scripts. You're going to get natural correlation in the Sims without having to apply any correlation metric on top of that. So I think keeping correlation and ownership fade at zero really maintains the sanctity of that one specific Sim that you run and the lineups that you get out of that can be a lot more trustworthy. So I would always recommend building on zero zero ten. The way that Saber score works in that case is that I'm just going to run some lineups here to, to kind of showcase that. But uh, the way that works is Saber score. If, if a lineup shows up as optimal more than once 
in when we're building your pool, when we're saving those games, that lineup is going to get a Sabre score boost. So I think it is important to continue to use Sabre score specifically for showdowns. Uh, I, I would I would lean on that as opposed to using something like percentiles. I think that Sabre score is going to give you uh, a little more a little more insight into like some of the best game environments in that in that sense. So like for here, for instance. Top saber score is 100. Then there's a big drop off to 95.6, and then it kind of flattens out to 95.3. But what this tells me is that this lineup here probably showed up as optimal in the Sims at a much higher rate than than the second best lineup. So you know this one might have been optimal two times, three times, four times. I, I don't know exactly how many times that works with the drop off, but I know that this is probably a really good lineup to play. Last thing I will say is that. Saber score is not taking into account duplication is taking into account optimal rate and um, upside of the lineup. So it is, it is um, there's like a little uh, kind of third step that you kind of got to take into account here of, you know, how likely are these lineups to be duplicated? And uh, you know, that is obviously a big part of, of any MB of any showdown format, NBA, NFL, etc. So you do want to be a little careful with that uh some of the features on the pro plan really help with that in in my opinion with like being able to create custom metrics and add uh you know do like a saber score plus ownership type metric so i think that that's one of the benefits you get from being on the pro plan is is being able to create custom metrics that can help you account for duplication in a sport like and like showdown format but those are my thoughts on showdown let me know if you have any follow-up andrew and we can uh talk about it a little more all right a game said i check with support it's definitely 399 for me to upgrade my yearly pass to pro from now until may it's full monthly price for pro i do want pro for baseball season so i guess waiting for baseball is mm-hmm. my only real option uh, a game glad you're able to reach out and and get some answers on that i don't know your specific situation but whatever those support guys told you is probably correct all right. Uh, looks like that was our last question in the YouTube chat. We are all caught up with questions in the Discord and the YouTube chat. If anybody has any questions, now is a great time to get them in. I'm going to pull up the NBA injury report here, and we are going to do a little bit of an injury first look, see what the slate is looking like today, and, and then we can go from there. So going to get this pulled up. Uh, looks like uh, Andrew Hannon said, awesome, thank you. I'm on the pro plan. Could uh, you show just a general example how you would do that. Uh, yeah, definitely can do that. Uh, what I will say, Andrew, is uh, you know if you're not in the Discord, I would highly recommend joining it. There's a link in the description below to get joined up. You will get access to a uh, pro-only membership channel, and we also release pro-exclusive content, which is about once a week. We're releasing a video. So we've talked a lot about custom metrics and how to uh, – use those with showdown and duplication. Uh, so I would go uh, make sure you join the discord, go to the pro videos channel. And uh, that is where all the pro videos live. So there's a multiple conversations with Matt and Jordan discussing duplication, discussing ownership, discussing custom metrics. I would highly advise you check out that content, but as far as how to do it, right. Uh, what you would do is you would go to the um, lineup methods uh, for sorting here. You would go to add metric, and then from here, you can create a metric that, uh, you know, has 
part saber score and I'm going to use the saber score rank and I'm I'm going to also include um maybe like my own uh, a geo mean and the rank of that and the the videos can give you a lot more insight as to you know how this works uh ways to weight the different um components of the formula and you know how to go about it from that way so it's it you know in the pro channel i will say a lot of people use custom metrics and a lot of people will post their custom metrics to get feedback from other users you know there's a lot of sharp users in the community a lot of people who are using these custom metrics you know this is not an exact science uh there is no right custom metric so a lot of people are like coming up with custom metrics posting it, getting feedback, making revisions, reposting it, honing it in. And you get a lot of that in the Discord, not just the pro channel, but like MBA process. You guys want to learn about MBA, like post questions in the MBA channel. Like all the people that are in pro are also in MBA, you know? So I I, I think the Discord is, is a great place to, to learn and grow as a DFS competitor, as a DFS user, as a SaberSim user. So this is just one way that people uh, take advantage of that. And Andrew said he's going to do that now. Awesome. Look forward to seeing you in there. Uh, All right. Getting back to our NBA first look, we are looking at the injury report because there are no more questions. So if anybody has any questions, now's a great time to get them in. Uh, Let's see what we got here. A lot of questionable players on Washington. We should know what the situation looks like prior to lock. Wow. Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland are questionable. So there's a lot of big news. Uh, I'm kind of sad that it will be known before lock because probably won't get that ownership discount if, you know, say these players started later. So a little unfortunate there, but potentially a lot of value at lock. Usually the value that you see at lock uh, gets owned at a, at a really high rate. So I've, I've noticed that in the past, you know, if value opens up before lock, Everyone's building. Everyone's kind of around. They get those updates. Uh, that value just gets slammed in. But that, but that is in like my own anecdotal experience here. Uh, Joel Embiid, Al Horford, Robert Williams, a lot of big names there. Keldon Johnson, I believe he was questionable last time they played, and he ended up playing. So I would be surprised if he sits here. Kyle Anderson missed yesterday's game. Uh, was really strange. You know, Naz Reed started, and then. Toreen Prince came in and started the second half. Uh, that, that was kind of like a weird situation. We'll see if Rudy Gobert plays tonight. So I, I would say not a ton of value, you know, toward the end of the night. Maybe this Minnesota team is like the one team that you need to be looking out for. Uh, but a lot of the value looks like it's going to come from these early games. All right. And then now, you know, also who's questionable making notes there also want to see who is out. Right. So, yeah. So we talked about, you know, Trey Jones, Romeo Langford, Jeremy Sokan, uh, they're all out. That's why we were getting like some, you know, Blake Wesley, who like I've never heard of, but makes some sense there. And other than that, not seeing any, anything huge here. Kyrie will be playing his first game for Dallas, uh, should be interesting, you know, to see how that dynamic works out, you know, uh, where does like some of these shares go, right? Completely new environment uh, for this team. So I would, I I would probably limit some Dallas exposure tonight. 
Uh, I don't, I don't want to be playing anybody at like a super high rate just because I don't, I don't, frankly, I don't know how they're going to play. All right. So that was our injury report. First look guys. Uh, hope, hope you all like that little segment that we do here. Going to get back to Saber Sam. Looks like we have a question here from Grayson. So we're going to get this one up and going to get this one answered. All right. Grayson said, what's up, Andrew? I was wondering how are you, how are you doing as far as late swap yesterday, my lineups turned minus EV as the slate got later in NBA. I watched a new pro, pro video on late swap, but wanted to hear your opinion. Uh, yeah. So the way I do late swap really is, you know, I I'm very plugged in to teams and rotations and starting lineups. So the way, the way that I kind of advise this is like, if you're not somebody who can like look at a lineup one day for, you know, let's say Toronto, and then look at a lineup for Toronto the next day and know that, oh, there was a change. I need to late swap. I, I recommend, you know, for for people learning the sport, for people not as familiar with some of the teams and game environments, to just late swap after every uh, at every start time. I don't think you lose anything by that. You're taking advantage of the newest Sims. And now with the late swap pools, every lineup is getting rebuilt. You know, so many times you're getting a big pool of lineups. So you can still go in there, you know, after each late swap and make any minor tweaks to to min uniques, to to uh, min and max exposures. I think the great thing about that is that, you know, if you make it a habit to late swap every, after at every start time, you're never going to miss, right? But if you're trying to, like, judge it and you're not sure, you might miss a big opportunity, right? So, uh, you know, the way people talk about doing that is, you know, they set, like, an alarm, like, before every before every start time, like 10 minutes, right? So, you know, you're going to get, you're going to come, you're going to build your lineups. Like me, I'm on the West coast. I would set a line uh, alarm at 420, 450, 550, 650. And then, and then, you know, that's kind of my night. So you kind of have that process down. You have that sequence down. Uh, I think that's great. Me, I'm someone who's really plugged in. I only swap when I feel like something has changed enough to warrant a swap or if something turns out differently than I wanted. So like, let's say for instance, um, I know that this Minnesota game is like a later game on the slate and there is some potential late swap options here. Um, you know, I, I bet you Naz is probably priced up or 4,700, not the worst, not the best uh, with a 3k min salary here. But um, you know, maybe I want to like optimize for some late swap for, for uh, this team here. So I'm going to, you know, adjust projections. I'm like, like what I would do is, you know, Oh, let's say a scenario. I want to optimize for a scenario where Rudy Gobert is out. Like I'm probably going to zero out Rudy Gobert's projection. I'm going to increase Naz, you know, maybe increase Toreen Prince. And then, you know, if Rudy Gobert gets ruled out, great. I already have the exposure I want. Um, if the, if the owner, if the point projections come in a lot different than what I um, optimized for, I could just reset them and then rerun it. Or if it's close, I, I just won't even late swap and like I already optimized for that. Great. But let's say it gets ruled in, right? Then I got to go, you know, undo all of my point projections and then uh, run a late swap with Rudy Gobert in. So that's kind of the way I like to do it. Um, you know, I don't, I don't always do that. That's only if I have like a very like strong inclination that like, oh, Naz is like, a smash play if Rudy Gobert sits and there's not really any other value there. 
you know, it is, it is, it is risky, right? If you do that, because what if Gobert gets in, you know, you might not have enough salary to play some other plays. You might get stuck playing Naz off the bench or something like that. Right. The great thing is that, you know, there are two games after that. So you'd have at least three games to kind of work from and, and maneuver around. But I think lay swap is, is really, really interesting. Um, I actually haven't watched the new video with, with Matt and Jordan yet. I do got to get to that one, but I think there's a lot of, a lot of ways to late swap. Um, and I, I don't think one is really right from another. There's like riskier ways to use late swap. There's safer ways to use late swap. Uh, or, you know, some people will, will only late swap if they have to. So those are my thoughts on late swap. I, I will, I will catch up with the content and, uh, be a little familiar with some of the points that they made there. All right. Grayson said, thanks, Andrew. You answered it well. Appreciate you. Happy to help, man. Happy to give my two cents. Uh, maybe, maybe the next late swap conversation or pro video, I'm going to have to jump in and, and challenge some of these guys. Because uh, I, I, frankly, I don't know what they said, but I love, I love talking about late swap. I think it is a really, really fun concept. I, I spent a lot of time playing NBA DFS. But uh, looking here, looks like that was our last question, everybody. If you guys have any questions while you're building throughout the day, you know, DFS is on your mind. Throw them in the Office Hours channel in the Discord server. It gets us a steady queue of questions to talk about uh, when we log on to this show. So if you guys do that, I would appreciate it. We will be right back here tomorrow, 2 p.m. Eastern for our Thursday show. For those of you building golf lineups, good luck. And for all you guys, you know, NBA, NHL, whatever you're playing, good luck. And I will see you all tomorrow. Take care.